Welcome to episode 191 of the Witty and Gritty podcast. We're going to read, pray, talk, tell through Galatians 4, verses 8 through 9. Karen's going to hit you. Now, we have given Paul some grief. Oh. But this heading It's says, necessary. <laughs> well, look, this heading says his, his frustration is necessary. Paul's concern okay. for the Galatians. So, see, it's coming from the right place. Well, and this is also a good point to bring out, like, if you truly care about someone and their spiritual growth, you're going to say something. Mm-hmm. And there's that verse where you say with a gentle spirit, uh, but you do have to make sure they understand what you're saying, which is why I love how Paul says certain things. Yeah. Words like honey, or as like we like to say, say it with a smile. Uh-huh. Thanks, Farron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Farron, hit us with episode, or Galatians 4, 8 through 9, ESV. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world, whose slaves you want to be once more? Hmm. NLT. Before you Gentiles knew God, you were slaves to so-called gods that do not even exist. So now that you know God, or should I say now that God knows you, why do you want to go back again and become slaves to once more to the weak and useless spiritual principles of this world? Good. <laughs> this is convicting. Uh, it feels like there's a mirror in front of my face saying, Absolutely. it's you. <laughs> Absolutely. It might be worth pointing out that we went from episode or chapters, sorry, we went from chapters one and two to now four. Ooh. So when you do go back and read, know that we picked our favorite five verses to share with you. So that does not mean skip number three. Go read that one. But this week, we'd also like you to read chapter four. Okay, so that way, by now, at the end of this week, before next week episode airs, hopefully you have read verses one, or chapters one through four. Mm -hmm. And Brooke's going to share the resource we have for you this week. Yeah, for this week, we're talking about the Bible Project. And if you are a visual learner, or if you like art, Bible Project is a great go-to, and I'm also a big picture thinker, so it's nice to see the drawings on the screen come to life, and then it kind of zooms out and shows you like what the whole letter of Galatians is even about. So if you go, and we'll link it in the show notes, if you go to the link, you'll be able to see what the whole story is saying, and not just a verse here, verse there, but as always, go read your Bible so you can read it all in context. And you know what? That might be perfect for this week. Maybe you had every intention of reading chapters one, two, three, and now four, but this will catch you up on the whole book. You'll even get a little preview of chapter five. Yes. Or if you've read it and you're like, "Mm, I'm still not quite sure what I've read, (laughs) this will help kind of sum it up. Yeah. All right. So now let's dive into the verse. Oh, okay. So so so-called gods here, that could mean like other things that you serve or that take precedence over serving God. Yes, people, places, things, nouns in general. Yes. yes. <laughs> that can look like addiction. But remember, when we had Sherry LaBarbera on, it's not just addiction to alcohol. It could be like to people-pleasing or to control or different things like that. So it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be some big, bad sin like, I'm a serial killer. It could be something more secretive or it could be just like you harbor resentment towards lots of people and you've never worked through it 
It makes me think of interviews when people are like, what are your weaknesses? And you're like, perfectionism, workaholic, all these like positive ones that are like really compliments to yourself. When really, those aren't positive. Yeah. So just know that if, you know, some of those other sinful ways don't resonate with you, there's still a chance that what you see as a positive is not quite coming from the right place. Yeah. It turns out we're human, Mm -hmm. which means on this side of heaven, we're still going to sin and we'll still have sin struggles. So what you can pray for is ask those, ask God to show you those patterns or habits that you've developed that have somehow, it may have even started out as a good thing. Right. But now like, yeah, working out is great, but has it turned into this thing that is taking too much time away from my family or it is hurting my body at this point? Or is it some sort of it's something that's damaging later on. So back to that why and pray pray and ask God for those patterns to kind of show up. Yeah. Uh, I heard this a while ago. It's not my quote, so don't quote me. But I can't remember who it is. Quote Farron from <laughs> quoting. <laughs> but it it's this perspective you could have during your prayer time is or journaling. You are a slave to that which controls you. Mm-hmm. So for me, something that I struggle with sometimes is picking up my phone and being on social media. It's entertaining, right? You're like, well, it's not too harmful, but it is very hard for me to not pick up my phone out of habit now, Mm -hmm. or if there's a moment of just silence to not immediately reach for my phone. Um, So it, if I, if you said, does your phone control you? Are you a slave to that which controls you in this situation, the phone or social media? That'd be hard for me to answer. Yeah. At this point, I would say yes, but I'm working on it. You want to hear my first step? Tell me. TMI, people. You ready for this? I'm not taking my phone to the bathroom It'd anymore. be amazing how fast husbands would get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that only took you five minutes. Way to go. Yeah. Leave so your phone. Step one. And, you know, some people are like, ew, you do it too. Yeah. Maybe you don't. Kudos to you. But a lot of people do. Think about that before you borrow someone's phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> how often are you cleaning your phone? I right? actually, yeah, I try. I take a wipe to it every once in a yeah. while. Um, so you said you are a slave to which that which controls you. There is a Bible verse that says you can't serve two masters. So think about what's taking up your mental real estate. And are, are you a worrier? Are you constantly worrying? Because in the Bible it says do not worry. Therefore, if you are worrying, you are deliberately disobeying God's word. Mm-hmm. That was a big mindset shift for me when I was worrying for a different thing a couple of years ago. And when I turned that mindset shift of worrying is a sin, that really put it in perspective to me. Like, oh, dang. <laughs> Sorry, God. <laughs> so, and we said it in Red's episode. If you're going to pray about it, then don't worry about it. If you're going to worry about it, then don't pray about it. Mm-hmm. I have to say that to myself multiple times a day. And that's fine. That would be my step one. <laughs> Very nice. We've both been raw in this episode. <laughs> um, it does kind of take me back to the first verse we did on Galatians where it talked about, you know, am I pleasing people or pleasing God? Mm-hmm. And so when you brought up the idea of two masters, this expands on that idea a bit by saying, well, it might not even be a person. It might be a thing. Yeah. It might even be an achievement. It could be, you know, money or trying to keep up with the Joneses or what have you. So yeah. an idea even, right? Like an idea like pride mm-hmm. um, or power, all those things. Yeah, so make sure you pray on it because sometimes we're too close to it or it's something that's so sneaky. And the devil likes to be sneaky because then we don't know that we're getting more messed up than we should be. And we have that Atomic Habits mini series for you guys. It's episodes 103 through 101. 
The yeah. one where I say too much. <laughs> <laughs> the only episode number I can remember. Uh, congratulations. Uh, but yes, so if you're looking not only to maybe get rid of some poor habits, but also build mm-hmm. more positive ones, that is a great series. Yes. You did just mention, though, that it can be hard to point these out. So yes, we're going to start with prayer. But when it comes to the talk part of scripture, it might be a good idea to have a trusted friend point these out to you. Yes. Um, Sometimes our friends have a better outside perspective. Mm -hmm. So again, if I'm on my phone too much, I might not even realize how often I'm on my phone. Or they might even feel neglected. Now your kids might also (laughs) be trying to send you those signals. Mm -hmm. Uh, But having a friend on the outside give you some perspective or shed some light. And you know what? You might be doing really good and just want to be doing even better. So it might not even be a huge thing but man friends are really Mm -hmm. good at helping you uh sharpen sharpen your skill set yeah so if you're still if it's not something that is a huge massive thing but you're we're always wanting to improve right growth is good it's it's perfectly fine to go ask your cg or trusted friend who does have does believe the same things you believe or your counselor even they can point those things out to you too in a loving way and go from there so another thing is if it is a big thing don't struggle alone Never struggle alone. We're not meant to be alone. We're meant to be in fellowship with other believers. So that's where you can ask for accountability. They can even help you keep those boundaries in place. And RCG does a good job of voicing this often is if I am stumbling, help me not to or stop me from falling. Mm -hmm. If you see me going down a path I should not go, I need you to stop me, whatever that looks like. Even if that means I'm mad for however long. I'd rather Farron be mad at me and her get back on the right track. Yeah. It, hearing you speak reminded me, too, that if you realize what's controlling you is your thought life, mm-hmm. and we are big, big advocates of counseling, and you mentioned that as well. So I just wanted to pull that out, that what could be controlling you could, in fact, be yourself, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Is That's the right. Thoughts, yeah. The thoughts in your head. So if that resonates with you, um, again, we're big proponents of counseling, and so that might be the direction you need to go. Yeah, get out of your head mini-series. We'll link that too. Okay, so we've talked about reading through this verse, praying through this verse, talking, seeking wise counsel about this verse. Now, how are we going to turn this verse around and help the ones we're stewarding, whether that's coworkers, we're in a leadership role, you're leading someone, you're influencing someone. So how are we going to get that message across? Uh, a couple of ideas come to mind. Um, I'm a little competitive when it comes to <laughs> to sports. A bit. Uh, just a little. And I've had to ra- remind myself, my parents, of the players I coach, my players, that we are out here to do our best and play the right sport. The um, right way, following the rules properly. Yes. <laughs> not trying to injure the other team, but playing hard. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've had a lot of success this year. We did not experience such great success. But as far as measures go, if you looked at like finishing out the season and the, the playoffs and so on and so forth. But I really not only had to model, but remind and share mm-hmm. with my players uh, that trophies aren't always a measure of your value. Yep. And so I was sure to let them know that while we weren't advancing or didn't have trophies to pass out this season, that that is not a reflection of their value, um, not only as players, but as people. Yes. So that was really important. 
And if, especially if you're a three and you like the accolades and someone else is getting the accolade for your work you've done, or you know you've done the right thing every single time and maybe they cut a corner and they got the award or they got the promotion or whatever it is, that your job's worry about you. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the verses at the very end of this book. It's like, worry about yourself. You're accountable <laughs> for you, okay? <laughs> yeah. Which is also good self-talk. Um, something that I like to tell my kids. Okay, go ahead. One more thing on that is just that, you know, so back tying it back to the verse, if your slave controlling you is that trophy, mm-hmm. is to go around and tell uh, the other mom friends that your kid's team won first place or post it on the Facebooks. It's not wrong wanting your kids to be successful in advance. Or being happy for, for that of situation. Course. And that's great. You should, of course, aspire to that, but that's where that self-reflection piece does come in. Yeah, what's that why? Exactly. And so I think as parents sometimes we need to circle back yeah and model for the kids that's really hard yeah Mm -hmm. and it's i had to tell them too it's okay to be sad it's okay to be disappointed yeah but you know don't how are you gonna respond yeah don't stay stuck yeah very good something that i tell my kids whenever something happens whether that's he took my toy or she did this or it's something that you need to apologize for it could be something that's more like heart issue like something they said or how whatever the situation is Something I tell them is, if you are truly sorry, there will be a behavior change. And that might not be, and there might be a habit that has been developed that needs the slow undoing. But that's when you repeat, if you are truly sorry, there will be a behavior change. And then give them ways to work towards that. Mm-hmm. One, another example at school, again, with my daughter who's in fifth grade, is that, you know, there are some kids in class that they just don't drive well. I'm not going to say bullying, but they sure don't get along. <laughs> And it'll make her anxious about going to school the next day. Or if I ask her about her day, the whole day was terrible. And so what we've started working on is uh, word choice. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, I'm not a licensed therapist, but the idea was, okay, let's back up. The whole day was terrible. And if I started there, she'd say yes. So mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, well, tell me about your day. And she's like, I don't know where to start. Okay, first period, science. Yeah, Science was bad. Well, now science science is fine. Yeah. Science is fine. So what do you have second? You know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Breaking it down. Then we come to find, okay, it was one period. Well, what happened that made that period so bad? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Was the teacher mean? No. Was the work too hard? No. Oh, well, there's so-and-so that does X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So then reframing her mind that the whole day wasn't terrible and this one, one problem does suck yes I let her know and that's the like one bad word I use in front of her Mm -hmm. I like the phrase a bad five minutes does not mean a bad day yes and that I have to tell myself that too or just with soccer recovery you do not have time to sit and pout on the field Mm -hmm. because of the mistake you made you need to be a goldfish Ted lasso it up and get back there and you got to help your team you can you can dwell on that later if you want in a way that we can work through that but right now in this moment the day carries on, so what are you going to do now? Are you going to just keep having a bad day, or are you going to just let it be a bad five minutes? And this comes back to the scripture in that, like, are you going to succumb your emotions and feelings about, honestly, life? Because mm-hmm. for a fifth grader, school is life. Right. Um, to the effect this person in one class period has on you, or to God who has blessed you with many things and is calling you to great, great things. Yeah. Um, and so we've been able to pinpoint it, and once we found patterns of behavior, (laughs) then it was like, okay, you're noticing that every time the teacher gives an independent assignment, this kid seems to be acting out. 
let's have some empathy. Maybe he can't do the work. Yeah. Doesn't want to or can't. And so he is making these behavioral choices Mm -hmm. because he's avoiding the work. So I'm hearing a couple things, Baron. Mm -hmm. This did not happen overnight. Right. You had to work through and talk about things intentionally, notice patterns, and then you did the empathy piece of, I wonder what is going on Mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. And so then it's also called her to take some action. Okay. And advocate for herself. Because I told her if she doesn't, I will. And that, as a fifth grade girl, is a little mortifying. So that is yep. the carrot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she doesn't know. But, like, I know I would handle it beautifully, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> my opinion, too. <laughs> but also, in my nine way, I would apologize for even bringing it up. But. <laughs> you need uh, to go back and read that people-pleasing thing, Farron. No, I know. So, yeah. Uh, I think one last point I want to bring up, too, is more just on a personal note is you know I've I yes I'll say it on a personal note and allow you to chime in if you feel like it chime chime uh I you know getting out of the classroom and that's nothing negative against any teachers oh my gosh we need great teachers so I'll if you're good please stay yes everybody (laughs) keep keep up the good work if my kid has you you'll get gift cards and sonic drinks it's gonna be great so hang in there uh (laughs) but there have been times as I ventured out on my own that requires a lot of uncertain, like going through uncertainty and putting mm-hmm. yourself out there and calculating risk. That part of you is like, oh, but the comfort of going back. And it's like, no, you know, slap my hand. Mm-hmm. You don't go back to, quote unquote, the slavery you were in that you prayed so hard to get out of thinking of when, sorry, thinking of when the Israelites like we're praying for God to rescue them mm-hmm. he, and they were in actual slavery and he freed them. And then in the wilderness, not very long, they want to go back. Yeah. They want to go back. So maybe if that resonates with yeah. you, do you find yourself on the getting out of a situation you prayed your way out of, you did the hard work and got out of, don't be tempted by those thoughts that want to pull you back into that yeah back to checking those thoughts Ooh, y'all get out of your head up mini series is going to be the thing for you on this one absolutely and then atomic habits right after that go listen we'll link it all okay so your homework is reading chapters one through four and maybe going through that bible project video just to make sure you've got all the little pieces and in that video chapters five and six are you can pause it even there's a time where you could pause it if you wanted to or just watch the whole thing Yes. Takes about 10 minutes. You got this. (laughs) We believe in you. Keep it up. See you next week. Bye.